0: Hmm. A little. Uh, so we're gonna talk about uh, Kiki
1: Wyatt versus Nick Cannon, um, and all their many babies. We're gonna talk a little bit about Kanye West, um, and we're gonna get on some issues, not specifically about Will Smith and Chris Rock, uh, but some of the issues that are brought up in these comment sections as people begin to do their think stories and such. Uh, on social media. And then we have a special guest today. Um, Ms. Poet's for dinner herself will be joining us shortly. And then uh, we may have another special guest all the way from Switzerland. Um, if the t- timing may be a little issue right now, but um he may be here a little bit later. Uh, but, but I wanted to start off by saying um,
0: and I've been I think this pandemic has been my uh, push into self-care and making
1: sure I'm good um, and my cup is full and I'm doing the things for me that I need to get done and not just pouring out and pouring out and pouring out. My requirement now is any relationship that I have, this is a, a mutual situation. I'm not about everything being even or um
0: I think my computer froze. Can you still hear me, Moni? Mm. Yes. Okay, so um, I'm really a stickler for self-care and
1: making sure you are good and making sure we are good, our individual selves. I think too many of us continuously pour out and we don't count that cost. It costs something. Um, I don't want to get into the semantics of what, what everybody else was talking about with, say, Will Smith and Kanye uh, but I, I do want to get into some of those uh, outskirts type of conversations that are being brought up about mental illness, about black men, and how we are often perceived as these uh, animals. Um, and the moment we make a mistake, that's it. And it, and and you know, I don't blame black women. I don't blame black men. I just blame community. You know, we have to learn how to give grace and have understanding for individuals and not just when they're doing their best or when they're at their best or when they're giving us their best, but at all times. That's not to excuse bad behavior or unprofessionalism or any of those things, but it's to give grace because at our worst moments, do you want a camera in your face? Do you want to be the butt of a joke? Do you want to constantly be tr- to be treated as if you're not human. And because you've reached a certain level of success, because people have indirectly poured into your pot of success um, in terms of support and watching your movies and so on and so forth and buying your music, that gives them a right to be able to measure uh, and, and dictate when you're human and when you're not human. So, A lot of those things we're going to talk about today, but without further ado, I want to bring on Miss Grace Gibbons. Hey! Hey! How's it going?
2: Fantastic. You know me, I'm a clapper, so everybody else who don't know, I I clap for everything. Like I'm just so excited. I miss my Nate. I miss the radio. I miss the conversation. And how mm-hmm. you, you care. You just like, no, we're going to talk about it. We're going to tackle this conversation. We're going to get some truth. We're going to get some healing. And we're going to we're going to develop as a community together. All right? I'm here for it, baby. I'm here.
0: <laughs> so if you don't know, Grace
1: Evans, she's a poet, a, a published author, and poet. Um, she's also in charge of and founder of Poets for Dinner. It's an open mic series that she does once a month. Well, if you... Pay her to come to your space. She'll do it. In addition to that, and she feeds people. Um, I always tell a story. I knew about Poets for Dinner for way longer before I start supporting it. But I'm a black person, and I'm like, I'm not eating nobody food. And then I think at that time, you had to bring a dish, and I was like, what kind of event is this? But when I was uh, when I was reintroduced to you and Naja. And I began to come back to. It. I actually came to it for the first time. Um, I was really excited uh, about a space, first of all, that fed you and, <laughs> I, I, and good food, that if I may say so myself. Um, but also an environment that wasn't about clicks, wasn't about a popularity contest. And Grace has this thing um, where she hugs people, uh, and she and I don't really do all that all the time. But um I allowed it, her and her mom, I allowed it. Um only because I saw the work that you were doing unselfishly. So I was like, well, I can bend if she's bending this.
0: So um,
1: like, I, I, guess, I guess I can give you a hug. I remember
2: it. you was like, I guess, like you were so reluctant. Like it was so it was so beautiful how reluctant you were, because once she finally gave once she finally gave me a hug and I gave you a hug, you were like, back. Okay. Okay, <laughs> You know,
1: like, and I'm not big on, like, your energy not good, but everybody don't share. And and one, i come from a family, we don't hug like that. So that's, it's naturally in me to be a little distant. But also, everybody is not deserving of your space. So sometimes you gotta, I have to see it. I'm a Gemini, so I often have to see and analyze my surroundings before I get comfortable. Um, And uh, I still participated and um, it's been a number of years and I'm really glad that she's kept it going. It's not easy. A lot of this is due largely through her pockets um, and then the donations from others and the support from others. But um, she has she is celebrating her 10th anniversary.
0: Yeah. so we will be
1: live. Um, it will be in the building supporting her as well, working out some other details in terms of us going live there and being able to interview a number of the celebrities that's going to be coming by there. Uh, and I'm really excited. I, I, I love when someone perseveres and they are consistent. And consistency gotcha. is key. You get when it gets hard, you can't give up. When it gets costly, you can't give up. Um, and it's really, um, it's for, it's for all of us to really t- begin to support the things, and not just because it's something popular. Right. Has invited a special guest that everybody l- like, you like support, support, and you never know what you'll get out of it. I've met so many great individuals uh, because of it, and so many relationships, and I've been able to share my work uh, not Poetry because I don't know that, but she will pick your name out of it, and you never put it in there. Somehow that happens, but um, but I definitely am here for it. So how so we, are you we gonna ignore, ignore the uh, the actual
2: video footage I have of you performing poetry at
0: She be filming people and you don't even know it. I think your sound went out. I think your sound. can you hear i'm
1: on oh, my
2: phone start, i mean my things start freezing um,
1: but i'm i'm I, i'm there we go There we go. we get you now
2: all right so it was just in time just to see
1: say- i didn't know that there was footage <laughs> i don't recall so <laughs>
3: there's definitely footage <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: I got to go in the archives, but I'll try, I promise you, it's definitely footage of you doing poetry and acting because you're such a very talented and wonderful actor. Like,
1: Thank you. I try. Uh and, and Grace is very supportive, so she will pop up at your event. Um, I, I've seen her in at least two of my plays before, but she will show up. Uh, Sharon, oh, no. I am a Gemini.
2: It makes sense, right?
1: Everything about him makes sense once you realize he's a Gemini. It's like,
2: oh, yeah, but people keep
1: saying that to me, but they don't explain what that means. Please explain.
2: Well, for me, okay, (laughs) it's the duality, the dual spirit, okay? One minute you might get the unreserved I ain't going to say nothing, Nate, and then you get the, I'm saying the first thing that comes to my mind, like, why the hell did they wear that outside the house? They knew darn well it's after Labor Day and before Memorials, why are they doing? <laughs> oh, I'm not
0: bad.
1: I'm not bad. I'm nice. I'm nice.
2: Yeah. Yes! Yes, you are nice when you're on that side of when you're on that side of your Gemini. You sure are the sweetest.
1: Thing. I, think I think I'm always nice. I just I have the side of me that gets really direct. and yeah. when I'm in my artist space, that's my work. And some people look at artistry as a hobby or something you do for fun. But I live like this. Like I'm in this new studio space, twenty four seven almost, um, and they probably gonna start charging me residential rent. <laughs> and uh, in addition to my uh, my fee for being here every month, but I, I really, um, I take it seriously. And I don't like when people mess with my time. Right. I don't like when people mess with other people's money. And I, I don't like all of that. I, I'm not I'm not that person. So if I work with you as an artist, I'm coming to you like you, your plumber will come to you or your mechanic. Like, this is right. what I do. And don't mess with my time right no
2: that's real that's wrong especially because you have the right to especially how much how long you've invested your energy into it how much you've invested into it money in everything like time how much you sacrifice for like people don't realize like okay yes you got this one product and you think okay this is it no you're not paying for the product baby you're paying for the years it took me to perfect my hand from shaking and not breaking your product while i'm making it like you're paying for the times i couldn't go out because i was busy trying to learn how to do this for you know what i'm saying no that's real well
1: i couldn't afford to go out because we spend a lot of money even as performance artists getting ready and preparing uh things you you're buying books and you have merchandise now like that costs money and sometimes i can't afford to buy like i know throughout the pandemic people really stopped talking to me because they came up with a t-shirt line or they opened up a restaurant but I was supporting people. I had. I can show you my credit card statement. I bought every T-shirt, every button, every you know. Every time somebody opened up a restaurant or <coughs> I, a food club, I was supporting them. But you can't. Um, at some point, it has to be reciprocated. Yeah. And you have to definitely reciprocate that energy because people can pour into you. But when that well runs dry, then what? That's one of the reasons I love for dinner because you know, um, it's probably only a couple times where I couldn't afford to put money in there, probably because I just came from two other events. But I I know I would put earrings, I put a pair of earrings in there, or you know, I'll make sure I bring a couple other people that will support. Yeah, those are the things that you have to think. It's not always about, baby,
2: you introducing me to Miss Carolyn Robinson, honey. Honey, that angel right there, like listen, that was that was an infinite blessing on blessings on blessings on blessings, cause I don't even have to like I could just thank it and she like, Grace, do you need this? Was like, Yeah, how did you know? Okay. Okay. Like, no, for real. And people understand even stuff like that counts. But we neglect that. Like when we go out, we be very, very selfish. I don't know why we're so selfish in how we support too. You know what I'm saying? Like, even if I support for whatever reason. Today's society like, okay, so I bought these earrings from Nate, so I'm not gonna tell nobody else because I'm afraid somebody else is gonna get I don't know whatever it is. And it bothers me because it's like, why when all you have to do, okay, you enjoy them so share, it. take the picture, tag me, and it's not that much. You know what I'm saying? And even disappointed when that person
1: isn't here anymore. They had to close down their shop, you're like, They should have did better. They must wasn't good with their money. No, you didn't tell people. You didn't part but the, it's the chicken or the egg because often it's not just the consumer that's the issue, it's the business, it's the artist, it's the entrepreneur, because you have expectations for other people to support you. And I don't I try to live my life without expectations. Mm. I didn't expect for you to say certain things or do certain things when you came on this platform. And for my family and my friends, I don't have an expectation that they help me, but right. I have standards like. I have, uh, I think one of my aunts is listening right now. She, she
0: buys my stuff. My mother did pay for my stuff. You know, why would I give my stuff away when my, you know, my own my mother, my sister, they pay for my stuff. Right. Why
1: would I give it away or why would I cheapen it? So as a, as a business and as a consumer, I have a responsibility to, to support. So, I'm getting all these resources and ticket sales and I'm selling jewelry, but what am I then giving back? Right. And as a business owner, uh, as a consumer, my give back doesn't always mean I have a check for for your whatever. Right. As a consumer, I don't have a blank, I'm not giving you a blank check to just keep swiping my card every time you create something. Right. It's a gift. And as an artist, I've had to be balanced in that. So I go out to other people events, uh, but, you know, I also support other people as a business owner, right. but I also, you know, make sure I'm always there for people as much as I can be. You know, um, if it, if it's me helping you clean up at the end, because I, you know, I may have had to buy somebody stuff that was a vendor there. I'll do those things or come early to help set up, but we
2: don't think about that as a consumer or the business so no that's, that's really, honestly, like, because, like honestly speaking that's a part of the reason how posted then the got started like and what why it continued is because i recognize at least for myself right that hosts mm-hmm. and artists and stuff we aren't poured into a lot because like you said no yeah. people accept it as a hobby or that little thing that you do versus as a business versus it as a way of life so I'm like no people are actually like starving out here like our literal starving artists totally on the strength of people like oh you guys together and not everybody has it together you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. And then in addition to that my thing is when it comes to being the being the consumer and the producer right we ourselves have to create our own balance because no one else is going to do it for us. Everyone, of course, is always going to say support, support, support. And like you said, it's very, very something that you get that uh, reciprocal energy, right? So because of that, we have to really sit down and set boundaries. Like, okay, for me personally, I literally had to tell myself, all right, I'm going to, to limit myself to three events. At one point in time in my life, I was at at least two events every night. Like To the point where I, I could tell you on any given day which open mic was going on, who was hosting it, who was featuring, wh- without even thinking about it. To the point where I didn't even have time or even the energy to do anything for myself. So Post for Dinner starts suffering and everyone else was prospering because I'm sitting there, of course, begging these people out because I'm like, hey, y'all, I'm going out tonight, meet me here, meet me there. And meanwhile, people coming to Post for Dinner ain't saying nothing to nobody about nothing but they showing up eating and having a great time and I'm grateful for their presence. But It dies with them. And that's what what my biggest issue is. It shouldn't, in in both sides, it shouldn't just die with the producer or the consumer. It's supposed to be a give and take, but it's also supposed to be a a network where you spread out because your network ain't the same as my network. So even if you just, even if one person from your network that's different from mine (laughs) gets wind of it and they're like, you know what, I can fuck with this. That's one extra person that I probably would never have a chance of meeting otherwise.
1: And it, it was this, uh, I remember it was this restaurant downtown. It was one of, it wasn't like just a carryout, but it was actually a sit-down restaurant. I think it was called Parthenon. And it was open 24 hours a day. It was like a diner in the middle of downtown, the only one in the downtown area. And I remember like, I would take a couple of friends there, but I would take, you know, people who I know wouldn't really support it that much. And I, one day I went down there and it was closed. Wow. And I went down there a couple days later and it was closed still. And I was like, what's going on? And it had, you know, a for sale sign. And I was like, man, what the hell? This was my favorite restaurant. But if right. I had told the people who I knew would support would take them down there, it would have had more business. And right. they would have told somebody and took out the people. And it is the same principle that we need to go by when we're dealing with. Uh, businesses and in the arts, you have to be able to support people and not just, you know, some of my friends just buy my stuff uh, and they'll tag me in it. And it's something that small and minute. It may not seem that much to the average person, but to me, like it is, it was everything, you know, it, and I, I don't, when people come into my shop, I don't take the pictures. I, I wait for them Right. Me because I want the I want organic support. I don't want to force somebody into being a part of my marketing team or something. Same. But it makes a difference when you're getting any return. But one of the rules that I, I think is very um important is you have to one treat people the way you want to be treated, but also make sure your cup is full and everything you have after that is what you give out to people. So make yourself a commodity, and and restrict uh, access to yourself, and don't give so freely that you aren't storing up enough for yourself. That part. That's, that's that's my that's my game plan now. I'm making sure my cup is always full as right. much as possible, and then I can help, and then I can give. You know, beyond that, and still, you know, even saying that, you still go beyond for people, but. Right? You
2: have a balance down. You have boundaries. How does it feel being 10 years in? I feel like, I don't know, there's this fine line that I'm treading right now, right? And not saying that I'm an imposter, but I feel like a little bit of the imposter syndrome. Not an
0: imposter.
2: For real, like, I do. I feel like, How that how was I able to sustain as long? Like how did I get here? Like where where is here? You know what I'm saying? And then it's like, on the other hand, it's like, wow, I really (laughs) I really went from a space of literally not being taken serious whatsoever. Like people was like, Oh, look at little cute Gracie. To people like, yo, for real though, like how do I get on your platform? Like, how can I get on? And I'm like, what you mean, how you getting on? I don't even, <laughs> I don't think it's like that, baby. You feel like it's like that. Well, let's, let's make it like that. You know what I'm saying? But it's just like, it's a it's a surreal feeling. It really is. And one of the things that um I've had to come to accept is a lot of people who I thought was going to still be here aren't. And I just have to accept that as a reality. That, you know, not everyone was supposed to make it. Anymore. Let me share this with you real
1: quick. Because it's, it blew my mind, and uh, a friend saw that I was um, I was kind of upset over this Will Smith thing, and she sent me this quote, and it's, it's geared towards women. But she said, "Take it and make it make sense for you." She said, "The women you the woman you are becoming, will cost you people, relationships, spaces, and uh, material things. Choose her over everything." Um, and this hearing that really gave me a perspective that was just, it just blew my mind. But while we're trying to fix, uh get uh, her back on, we're gonna take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back here on the Artist Exchange Radio Show only on com Five twenty-four, y'all have played that number, that's my birthday.
3: Hey. I can't hide, and you've been on my mind. Hit me, give me damn I'm to let me
1: The artist exchange radio show here live only on beexposedradio.com. If you look, if you're watching us on Facebook, I believe you can see a little star button. We're trying to build up our views. We're trying to build up our presence. So definitely click on that button and it's going to prompt you to share. You can't give coin money right now, but you definitely can support us in sharing out the show and helping us to further expand our reach here on the Artist Exchange as well as on BeExposedRadio.com. If you want to donate, um, across the top, you'll be able to see the donation button. I believe that's on Cash App. I believe. (laughs) I think I got that closed. Yeah. Uh, Also, we have a couple things uh, coming up for the Artist Exchange. We have begun to do a series of open houses here at Uh, Be Exposed Radio. So every, I mean, at the Artist Exchange. So every Saturday, we do a different pop up shop where we feature a different artist. They'll start coming on as guests first, and then you'll be able to see them. So every other Friday, we'll have another artist on. Um, And also this month, we'll be dedicated, I'll be in a play at Arena Players come May, um, and it's called The Gospel Truth, where I am an interviewer and I'll be interviewing various artists. So same. Uh, music artists, gospel singers will be coming on the show um, for the month of April. Is this April And yes, this is April 1st. Uh, that's why everything is crazy, because it's April 1st. That's I, I I didn't even realize it, but um, can we get uh, her back on? Can we hear her? Can you hear us? There we go. Okay. Can you hear me? Right. So having, so I, I just said that, did you hear what the message I said? I'm going to say it again.
0: Um, i say it again, but I didn't hear it.
1: So it, it meant enough, and I've applied it to myself. I don't see myself as a woman, people, but um, it is nothing wrong if you do. So I just wanted I had got to preface those things now, man. But it, it, the gist of it was, uh, hold on, I'm pulling it up, there you go. Uh, The women, the woman you are becoming will cost you people, relationships, spaces, and material things. Choose her over everything. And that, that, the gist of that message was never more clear to me than during this pandemic where a lot of stuff as artists, typically we're the ones that can continue to work. And many of us eventually figured that way out, Uh, but- you understood who your, your clan, your tribe was. You understood who your family was. You understood who your employers were. You've really got a gist of everybody in the midst of all of this chaos that we've been in for the last two years now. And it really matters that we understand that. And we don't try to hold on to things that we should let go.
2: Right.
1: When walking out your life, let them go. Calling them back will only mean you in that lesson longer, right? In that cycle, so definitely take heed to the things that are walking out of your life that you are losing control of, and, and be able to get it together and keep it moving.
2: Um, I'm sorry if I look so distracted. I'm trying to find my laptop charger because it went from being on 25 percent with like a whole hour left to one percent with five minutes left. So right so that's why i'm like i don't know what's going on and that's probably why my video cut out earlier but give me one second please keep going but yeah i'm I'm
1: gonna get into i'm gonna get into some of the topics while we're we're figuring that out for grace so one of the topics that i wanted to talk about today and a lot of my thoughts and the things that i talk about are based off of um what i'm watching on social media and and really in the comment sections Because as Black people, we can be very cruel to each other. And we can be very selective in our outrage. Um, We're going to talk about Will and Kanye a little bit later. But my first uh, topic was between Kiki Wyatt and Nick Cannon. And Kiki Wyatt has shown over the years that she is a mother. She loves being a mother. She loves being pregnant. She's a powerful singer, a powerful performer. If you saw her in person, you uh, her talent is undeniable. But she's had a number of children by two husbands, I believe. And I think she's married to the, the third husband, but she's had children with the last two husbands. And I believe it's 11 of them. So the child that she's pregnant with now, I believe, is number 11. And she disclosed on the Internet how... Um, how she found out through some tests that this child will have a few delays and um, developmental issues once it's born. And she's ready and she's prepared as she's been for all of her children. And I believe she's lost a child even. Um, and we don't know how many, if she's had miscarriages or whatever, but the comments that people were saying to her was very vile, And I'm a person, when I see people leaving comments like that, I'll go to their page. And see, you know, the comments that they make, and these people were—it looked as if they were very spiritual people. It looked like they were everyday people, young, old, and I—I I, I had to sit back and—and and I was thrown off by how they were attacking this young lady. Uh, speaking of Kiki Wyatt, um, for having so many children, but on the other side, they were applauding Nick Cannon for being a dad to all of these children. And it's, uh, I think it is an issue between, you know, women and men of color um, and how we attack each other online and in conversations and in the midst of struggle. And it's just, it, we have to figure out how, one, to talk to each other, and two, how to deal with each other on a, a daily basis. I think, um,
2: money. I think she's back. So I will bring, um, I'm gonna I- bring, I'm not to her back on. I definitely feel like there's a double standard. It's always been a double standard. You know, a woman has more than one sexual partner. Like, literally, more than one. It doesn't even matter how many. There's more than one if she's a hoe. And if a man, he's a player. You know, um if the man can knock up the world, well, genetically, <laughs> the man can knock up the world because he can continue to, you know, reproduce all the way up until the day he dies. But a woman got like a small clock. So it was like. During that time, you know, during that time frame, she looks and appears crazy because she's like, Look, I'm running out of time, and then at a certain age, you know, I'm not gonna be able to do it. But she looks crazy while because she's out here looking for a husband, she's out here looking for somebody to uh have children with. But but again, she's going with a small clock, you know what I'm saying? And people will call her pressed, and people will call her uh needy, and all this other stuff. Or well, what, what's the new word, pick me, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah,
2: yeah, because. She recognized that, again, her timing ain't the same as a man's timing, but yet, because she's looking for what was, in her mind, supposed to be, like, you know, love whoever, and supposed to be the security of the family and stuff like that, she's also still considered a hoe because if she don't get it right the first time, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, versus the guy who can literally never get it right and walk away from as many families as he choose It's still, yeah. Yeah.
1: It's just I but I
2: I and I always
1: preface these conversations by being a black man and I've never been any other race, not that I know of, maybe in a different <laughs> lifetime. Uh, but um that's how I it is it is something that's happening to us that's beyond slavery, it's remnants of slavery and how we've been treated in this country, but it's beyond that because there's a evilness that we just We just, and and I think this internet world, and maybe because I'm in a generation where I grew up without technology, Mm -hmm. uh, this explosion of technology, but as I became an adult, I also, like the end of my teen years, technology became more and more of a personal uh, possession than it was with the school or to a library or something. Uh, and I'm just thinking these the generations that maybe the generation behind me are now starting to get caught up in technology. And, and definitely everybody after me is starting to get caught up is already born into it. Right. Um, but it it scares me to understand how or see and hear and watch how we talk to each other and talk about each other. You know, and and this side says this, and that side says this. So all the topics that I had today is based
0: off of,
2: you know how. Uh, and they expect no reaction. I'm sorry, I only cut you off. Know, but the I mean, thing mean, that bothers most is that they expect no reaction. They expect to be able to say, well, they like, well, this this is how I feel, and you're supposed to accept how I feel and hear it. And I don't care how you feel. I don't care how I made you feel. I don't care how small I have degraded you to. You're just supposed to accept it and continue to accept it.
1: And they were, and it's crazy because she's currently pregnant, and you're saying these things in her comment sections. You're sending her probably—I don't know if people still send mail uh, to celebrities, but you're sending things <laughs> her, her DMs and such. And, and she's currently in that space of being pregnant, and they were saying how—that's well, not already fragile,
2: right? You're
1: you're you're ba- you're bashing someone one for having this many children. But also going through a pregnancy where you know that child isn't going to have the typical life or right. an easy life. And not that being a black child, his life is going to be so easy anyway. Anyway, right. But, uh, it, that story really stuck out to me in terms of how how the consumer, how the people watching on the, on the outside have so much to say about people's lives and livelihoods and how we we go in some and And I don't, I don't know if it's just me, but it feel like we'd be making up stories that's not even out there. That as if we know these people um, and beyond what they put out there. Because personally their- invested in it. Really invested in it. And it's the craziest thing ever to witness because I'm like, I don't even remember that information being put out there, but you just you just connected a dot and finished the sentence and just created this whole new narrative based off of your own personal experience. And it wasn't just men saying these things, it was mostly women that I saw going after her for having so many children, definitely were men too. But beyond that, and I think the way we talk about people Determines how we then are treated by the the world at large, because they're watching our comments and then going after themselves. Um, And I wanted to, I wanted to, I don't want to compare these two black men, Kanye and Will Smith, uh, but um, I'm I'm afraid as a black man in a different way than I have never been afraid before, and I've said that a lot over the last couple years, and I've have tried not to say it as much cuz I don't want to speak that into my existence but I have a fear of making a mistake. Mm. I have a fear of being perceived in someone else's eyes the wrong way cuz what would that mean to my livelihood? What would that mean to my my freedom and my safety? Um and I'm just looking at all the comments that are continuously being made about Kanye that that have been made about Will Smith and now with this new incident, we just don't stop. Like, at what point do we hold ourselves accountable to someone else's livelihood? Not even money, but just their life.
2: That's that's the part that bothers me too is because like you say it's really just it really do be it's one mistake and then all of a the sudden everything is cancel culture or up for criticism everything is up for criticism and it's like okay granted i can't say what it's like to be will smith i can't say what it's like to be Kanye. okay i can say what it's like to be in love and i know people who have done worse <laughs> less. And I'm not saying that, you know, one person is better than the next person, but let's be honest. I have seen people go crazy over crackheads. Like, <laughs> so it's like, <laughs> when we sit here and we we are not in these people's circumstances, right? And act as if just yesterday, we weren't ready to cut somebody out because they just cut us off in traffic. Like, we weren't ready to hop out our cars to go him because somebody got too close to us and we're supposed to be keeping six feet apart like this is the part that be that behooves me that's my new one of my favorite words it, it me. you feel me right <laughs> because it's like when do we forget about ourselves forget trying to place ourselves in somebody else's feet like when do we forget about ourselves and our short temperaments too because it
0: right
1: we
2: be going off at waitresses and stuff
1: come on now
2: Come like, we sitting here getting mad and speaking on, like, people's, like I said, people's experiences who are in a whole unique situation. Like, let's be honest. I don't care what anyone says. The average person is not going to ever be in Will Smith's or Kanye West position. Mm.
1: And it's, it's not because it's impossible, but because of your attitude.
2: Exactly. The,
1: the same thing, the same expectation that we put on them you would never be able to do those things to get to where they've gotten to. It's like you said, people do, and, and, I, and I I just, I'm going to give this man a, one more piece of shine, and I'm never going to do it again. Um, I This Saturday, I came in contact with a gentleman who made a very absurd, very rude, very disrespectful YouTube video about me, all because I wouldn't let him post in my group now this happened years ago i'm gonna tell you grace into the world i don't know this man (laughs) only met him on saturday that was the first time i met this man in person i knew who he was because he he he's always at an event running his mouth he's always at an event pushing his agenda and just making a a spectacle of himself okay uh I've, I've always stayed away from that type of person. That's why I didn't let him post anything in my group because I, I wasn't going to be allowing that type of negativity and energy into something that I'm creating. So because I wouldn't let him post, because I saw the type of person he was in public, he made a YouTube video and it hurt me. And I had to, I had to look at myself as human for the first time. And I, I don't know why I didn't think that before, but I, I had to address my feelings, and it's it's taken me a couple years to even acknowledge it, to acknowledge that I was hurt. And mm-hmm. seeing him on Saturday like brought all of that back because I don't know him, mm-hmm. and he approached me, not even knowing who I was, right? Was ready to a push, ready to push his agenda. Ready once he found out I did or Witch. He should have already known because you were trying to post in a group. Right. I mean, he he was and him talking to me, I had to come out and say to him and thankfully I had two friends there, Tracy Jiggins and Troy Burton, that kind of pushed me to tell him what I really felt. Um and it wasn't out of fear, it's just I didn't want to open that can of worms. I was right. at an event like Arts District. Shout out to um the black um uh, black to the future event that I co with Shanghai. Yeah, um uh, but oh, yeah. it we were there and I didn't want to be unprofessional at Turk Cafe, which we were in with Black Arts District. And it was it felt like everything was black that day. And I was like, I'm not gonna be that person. So not, I don't know what Will was going through, but in my mind, this man who is much shorter than I was, was about to get his ass beat because he would not. He would not, he just kept trying to push his book on me. And I, I was like, sir, do you know who I am? And he had not a clue. So that, that released so much pressure in that moment. Because you don't even know who I am. So how can mm-hmm. I hold on to this to for a person that with his attitude down,
0: uh,
1: the scenario, once I laid it out for him, he refused to take the video down. Um, and... He the only views he's gotten for that video really is sharing we'll it out to people. And I know that because there's no more views on there than when I first last shared it out than that are on there today. So I wasn't upset for that, but it was just a space of I understood and I'm a I have an inner hot head. That Gemini thing is real. It's an inner <laughs> hot head because I was he was in my like I didn't even have to extend my arm to punch him. That's how close he was. And I was like, sir, I need you to move back. You didn't have your mask on. You're in my space. You're talking stuff that I really don't want to listen to. So just move back. And he wasn't he wasn't willing to do that. He wanted to keep driving home his point and get louder about it. Mm-hmm. So I had to check my mental health because it is a choice. So Will Smith, in fact, had a choice. But I think you can only keep pushing somebody but so far right. before they click. right? And nobody gets to tell you when that click is. Nobody tells you how nobody can tell you how that click can happen. Exactly. And I just feel like we egg each other on and as you said before expect for us to be silent. Yeah. not say a word. And not do anything. Now I don't want to bring up your situation unless you're comfortable with I'm okay.
2: I'm okay.
1: I, I you recently had a a situation similar to this and because you are public in our community, our arts community, and you're very honest, um how was it for you dealing with this publicly?
2: Okay, so you gotta be more specific. See, that's the thing. It's a lot that be happening. It's a lot that be yeah, happening. You know, All
0: I said, you can interpret
1: that how you want to interpret
2: it. Because I'm trying to think of, uh, are you referenced? All right. Well, look. Yeah,
1: well, that's just that's saying. Your marriage. You, okay. you just lost your mother and your mom. Okay. Um, your business. You okay. first had to break up with your business partner. Like, well, it's, this, it's been a lot okay. of stuff
2: game right when you first said something about like a similar situation, like the whole entire um. I was gonna let you choose.
1: I was gonna. let Wait, you, see, you see, that's the thing. All right,
2: that's why I was like, listen, social media land, understand my peoples. I love all of my peoples, right? But when you said it, the first thing that came to mind, but then I was like, hold up, you wasn't even there that night. That man featured, but we had a feature. Mm-hmm. His his ex showed up, and mm-hmm. she was not very happy about his friends that were present. Mm. and she performed and she made a scene even after she got off like she even like walked up on dude like swung on dude and all that and he was the feature you know and wow, her response her response and her apology was you know well I had the platform where I said you know if you got on your chest you gotta get it off and I'm like look all due respect, I did say that. However, there is a time and place for everything because all you're doing is you're inviting the whole world into a space that you claim you don't want. Right. Right. No one in that space knew what was happening between y'all except for y'all. But now that you have invited us and made us a part of it, now that we had no idea we were supposed to get yeah. so, yeah. so it was like, now the energy in the in the direction of what was supposed to be a positive night has been kind of shifted, right? So then it's like what do you do to shift it back? And it's like not on that P Diddy stuff where it's like, okay y'all, we gonna gonna work it out, we gonna work it out. But it's like at that point you kind of like, all right y'all we gonna work it out in our own separate corners because y'all know better. But at the same time, like you said, do we know better? Because we don't know when enough is enough. What was the last show? What was the, the button push? You know what I'm saying? And as as a person who prides themselves on healing, because even with my healing, like you said, I'm going through a whole, whole lot. Like, I literally just lost my brother last Saturday. And that one was a hurt piece, especially because right in October, I just lost my mom. So... It's crazy because them two were literally connected, and my like me and my couple, couple of my cousins been joking like my brother is a ride or die. He's like he gonna jump in the grave with her. <laughs> she not he's not gonna let that woman get no kind of peace, right? But it's like you have to you have to deal with that, and then still get on um, social media, right? And have people be in your inbox talking about well, Grace, why didn't you show up for my event? Why aren't you supporting this? Why aren't you doing this? Like, I didn't already post as long as message about, I'm grieving this, I'm grieving that, I'm grieving this. Please excuse me while I'm going to be absent for a while because I'm trying to self heal. Mm-hmm. And, then, like, in that instance, you sit there and you want to be like, bitch, didn't I just say? But then you got to remember, number one, the hardest part the hardest part for us as human beings to do is to, to understand that each moment is fleeting and then it's here and it's gone the next but it has elastic imprint. Mm.
0: Yeah.
2: That's the hardest part because even though, like you said, for instance, the the incidents with you and that gentleman, right? So you were so imprinted, but that man didn't even recognize who you was, right? But then as soon as you brought it up, then it became real again to him, mm. right? Right excuse me, that imprint is still there. Even though the time has moved and passed or something, like you said, for a second, he forgot about it. But as soon as you oh, shoot, I did feel that imprint. And that's, mm-hmm. that's the thing I feel like we as human beings have to be conscious of. And it sucks that it's that, it's that much weight, but what's the imprint we're going to leave on the next person? Well, we don't get
1: to say how heavy or light something is for somebody else. Right. And, and, because, and, I, and, and because I've never been any other race or culture, it 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 pisses me off that they that people we do that to each other and don't expect a retaliation. It's almost like you're bullying me and then you tell me you better not say nothing. That part and that's to a lot of us because many people have been abused.
2: Yeah, and that's and what I was about to say. That's exactly that's exactly what I was about to say. It's familiar. It's so familiar, which is why we accept it and why we impose it on other people and anything outside of that is discomforting. But us to sit here and be honest and say, I am not okay with this treatment that I'm receiving. We look crazy for saying it. In fact, we become the the monsters because we're saying we're tired of being victims. And it's so crazy because I literally just had a conversation like about this, like with a friend about this because I was like, it's really amazing that you're upset because people are viewing you for the actions that you did. You, you, you're you, the one who destroyed this situation. No one else did. You did that. You chose to go out of your way to do this. And because people want the truth, you're upset because you don't want to admit your role in it. Mm. Because once you admit your role in it, then you, you already know people, other people's treatment of you is going to be different.
1: And then and and so this situation with Will Smith and Chris Rock, I don't even look at Chris Rock as a bad person and I'm sure he's not perfect right You're, and and people and a lot of comedians are speaking out because they feel like they're being censored from every angle. you can't say nothing about the LGBT community. you can't say anything about women. you can't say anything about disabilities you can't. now i can't i can't i gotta be a psychic and do research and figure out the people that's going to be in the audience and if they got a medical condition but humor does not have to be this right and i think for and in this speaking specifically about this situation a lot of us um and not even about comedians rather but we give things out because all of this is on my chest and I gotta expel all of this. And we, we don't count the cost of that because somebody is at the end of that. Somebody is at the brunt, the, the butt of that, whatever it is, whether yeah. it's a joke, whether it's your frustration, whether it's your bullying, whether it's you just being direct. I, I, I am constantly being uh, accused of being uh, mean. Because I'm very, I'm very direct and honest. So don't ask me a question if you're right. looking for a truthful answer. Because I'm yeah. not a person that's going to tell you what you want to hear. But at the same time, I have to be prepared to, re- to receive, receive information that my directness may have come off as rude.
0: Mm-hmm. Truth. Mm-hmm.
1: truth, but it doesn't mean that that's what I have to believe. If yeah, we're in a space where if I don't believe what, if you don't believe what I believe, you are asshole. that part, you're disrespectful. And going back with that thing of abuse is real in many of our lives. Whether mm-hmm. you know, somebody get beat as a child, whether we were beat as a child, whether we were neglected or molested or treated badly those things follow us. I don't care how strong you are, and I'm tired of people telling people to be strong. I don't owe that to you. I don't owe you a smile. I don't owe, because I used to, I used to always smile and I was pleasant, but then I began to allow myself to feel, and what happens if you haven't allowed yourself to be human for pleasant. so long, sometimes you can't control what emotion comes out. So there's been a long a long spot Definitely. in my life. I didn't smile all the time. Where, when people came in a room, I didn't greet them because I wasn't feeling it. But I don't owe you a good disposition. I owe yeah. it myself, but I don't owe that to you.
2: Yeah, I say that. I don't owe you a good disposition. I need that on a t-shirt. It really is. So
0: that's make,
2: no, you need to make, make some earrings. It. Make you some earrings. I don't owe you a good disposition for real.
1: We go. We're going to take another quick commercial break. We'll be right back here on the Artist Exchange Radio Show only on beexposedradio.com. Don't go anywhere. Like, share, subscribe. <laughs> Easy.
3: Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Okay. Shake it up. At the dice game, I hope I get in love, got a bad bitch and she trying to fuck, got a dark style stuff with rainbow runs, she get up, at the dice game, I hope I get in love, got a bad bitch and she trying to fuck, got a dark style stuff with rainbow runs, at the dice game, and I hope I roll a seven. Got a bad bitch with me, feel like I'm in heaven. I don't want no trouble, but I bought my Mac 11. And now I don't want niggas plotting. Feel they got me sweating. I just came for
1: Say the Academy Award goes to Dice Game because this gentleman said, I'm not going to let my circumstances determine my tomorrow. Um, and I'm, I'm not going to say why, I'm not going to put it out there, but I'm just going to let you watch the video on beexposedradio.com and understand why. Uh, but we're back here today on the Artist Exchange Radio Show with Miss Grace Love and Givens uh She is a phenomenal individual, and you just when I when I see people like yourself, because I'm not a, a cheerful, like bubbly person, but I'm I'm always been a happy person. But when I see people like yourself, it makes me think about me, and I always am concerned: Are you, are you being poured into? Are you being given the same love that you're putting out there? Like what? What do you need? Like, I think about stuff like that. So, if I randomly hit somebody up and ask them, Do they need something or can I help them with something? It's for that reason. I'm not good at.
2: You're real good at that, though. You you are good at hitting up, like, Are you good? You need something? You are. Or you but might. I just well,
1: know what that feels like because nobody is that happy all the time.
2: I say. That's when true.
1: When cameras aren't on, when we aren't at an event, when it's not just the last. Uh, Sunday of the month. What what happens then? Um, if you didn't know, the poets for dinner is at uh, is the last Sunday of every month. What is the location?
2: Um, Currently, we are um, at we at the Soul Mansion. I hesitate because right now they're doing a little bit some repairs on the building. So next okay. month for our anniversary, we won't be at the Soul Mansion for our anniversary show.
1: This month.
2: Yeah, I'm sorry, yes, this month, it's April, oh my gosh, happy National Poetry Month, yay, yes, it's April, yes, this month, so, yes, on April 24th, we will not be at the Soul Mansion, um, stick, like, stay tuned to find out the exact location, um, but, to answer your question, long story short, um, I don't have, I'm going to be honest and say, I don't have a lot of people who pour into me. I do have people like a few good, a few good men, a few good people who like, you know, will check on me every now and again. But when it turns of being poured back into like, I don't want to say, because I feel like this kind of sounds pathetic, but it's not. Like I take what I can get. So like when I get the extra help at the events and stuff and people like, no grace, let me take over for you. I count that. Because that's that's one less thing I have to do. Or when people are like, um, excuse me, Grace, let me find, you know, the next artist for you. Anything like that, I count that as being poured into you because that's one less thing that's been taken off my plate. Like prime example, Noah Stone. I don't care what anybody say, that is my man or hundred grand. Because that man in my the most depressed state kept posts for dinner alive. I was not coming out to nobody's event whatsoever. I was not going out of my house. Like, I was going to work, coming home, and shutting off. It was just a routine. And he was still out there saying, no, love on of my feed people. I eat posts for dinner every day, all day, whether he was down at the harbor or at different events. And that, to me, was, like, the major pour into me that really, really kept me going kept me showing up every last Sunday of the month because I was, like, if no one can believe in that much love then i can believe in, <laughs> in the tick and honestly speaking these days it gets harder and harder so it's, it's a lot of self-care it's a whole whole lot of self-care it's a whole lot of um meditating a whole lot of listening to uh affirmations and people pour into themselves so i can learn how to pour into myself um I'm also learning to be more discerning in my friendships because I'm trying to, you know, recognize the fact that people aren't pouring into me, but I know how many people I poured into even when when my cup was empty. But I'm learning that you know you're supposed to give people from the saucer, not even from your cup. You're supposed to give it from the saucer. So I'm I'm trying to build my cup up until I even have the saucer to be able to give to anybody. But I know whoever I'm giving that energy to, they gotta also have saucer to, to lean over to mine too at this point. Mm. It I mean, but Grace, and then you have to you have to sometimes allow people in
1: to show you that. Um, not everybody is going to look like their intentions, and on either side. Um, and what I what I see in a lot of us creatives, we don't let people in, and then we end up letting the wrong people in because then we give in because we've never let anybody in. That part. So, and then we feel responsible for always being there for other people, but you gotta, you gotta. I don't think you have an issue with asking for help. It's just when you ask. Mm.
0: Um,
1: it's, it, it doesn't always have to be an ask if you open yourself up. And I'm I'm speaking about my journey and, and myself, but it, I think it's true for you and many other <laughs> artists as well. We just, we, we've done this so long on our own that when someone comes in to support us, we don't know what that looks like. So right. wanting them away because of how we've been treated before and how we're currently being treated and how how honestly we treat ourselves. Um, and, and that's why uh, even, even some of the topics like today, it matters to me how, because some people just had such a gut, visceral reaction to Will Smith doing this as if this is his nature every day. Right,
2: right, right. Like, he was going around for people.
1: Right, before you even check, for somebody who's never done that, to do something like that on not only national TV, but live international TV platforms, before I open up my mouth to you, I'm going to see if you're okay first. I'm going to see if both of them are okay first, and not this thing where I have to choose the popular side, because now Will Smith is this animal and Jada Pinkett is this hoe. and and Chris Rock has turned into this saint. Mm -hmm. And we misjudged all of them because just like Will Smith could have contained himself, Chris Rock could have looked out and saw Jada Pinkett was not laughing. Fuck if Will Smith was laughing, she wasn't laughing. And I then I, mean, I equate that to us out on a local level. We do that all the time when we, when we have a room full of people who were there on time, who bought something from the bar, who bought something from the vendors, yet we let our friends come in who are more popular
0: mm-hmm.
1: on the microphone, if I'm equating it to your world of open mics. No, that's real. Well, we treat each other right. like... We talk about each other. We gossip about each other. And and my a, a, a mentor of mine told me a long time ago, because I I had this thing where I wanted I wanted to build my local support up before I start going to after artists internationally. And and she said um people can people can um support you publicly because of how they we ask and talk about you privately. That part. Why are you trying to convince these people of how great you are, and 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 get them on your team if they don't even deal with you? That part. Yeah. I'm just, you know, I think a lot of this is I'll mention. Oh, oh, I
2: was gonna say to that was that was something. That was definitely a part of my growing experience, and I definitely learned that around year four or five the hard way. But I actually had to take a break because of it. Like, I was I took a whole high 80s hiatus, hiatus and everything because I was like, it was too much. I was relying on the wrong resources, like you said, relying on people who can't support me pro- publicly because of how they talk about me privately, but publicly. They always accepted my support was was no problem. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If I had something to give them, it's easy. Yes, Grace, you're amazing for giving me this. Mm-hmm. But what you're doing? Oh, that's nice. That's a little yeah. Okay, it's it's a little inconvenient more so than it is a a, a help a help or whatever, right?
1: And you, you see that when I mean I'm I'm sure I've watched it happen to you when people only come to your space to promote what they're doing
2: hmm Which is why I had moved to a point where it was like, okay, we're a commercial free environment. Yeah. And that that really like sent a lot of artists, big artists, flying away from my event. And I cannot tell you why I have to be honest, it's not like we suffered because of their quote. They actually made room for people who
0: needed this space. Your um your sound went out.
2: But this, as she's fixing her sound, there you go, you back on. But um, what I recognize, too, and this is also why I started my message like at the end of the night, where I always say I'm grateful for the people who showed up and I'm grateful for those who didn't. Because when people don't show up, certain people you don't want to show up to your event anyway. Yeah, they may be good ticket sales or whatever, right? But realistically, the quality of the event goes down because the energy that they carry with them is exclusive and the exclusivity makes people feel alienated and you don't want a space that's alienated let's be honest if you like you yourself as a human being i'm pretty sure everybody has felt alienated at one point in time in life Mm -hmm. it's not a good feeling it's not a good feeling but yet we continue to do it to other people because we don't want it done to us which is really the complete opposite of how you how you accomplish that
1: (laughs) right 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 but we don't see it that way, and and I've I felt like I've I've had some not, some shows that weren't in this vein throughout these last two years. But a lot of my shows was because I was I was discovering parts of myself that I didn't know existed. Yeah. When I had been suppressing. Um, and I'll be thirty nine this year, and. Wait, no, As I look uh, towards 40, there were things that I had begun to make a list of that I don't want to do anymore. Mm. Like, I'm not going to take these things into my 40s. So I want to stop doing those things right now. Um, you you realize You realize so much about people. Like, I put me first. And you realize that's a problem for people. Mm -hmm. It's a problem when you don't take the time that's Normally dedicated to others, and you make that about you. Now you're narcissistic. Now you are, you know, conceited. Now you you selfish. You're selfish. And then, and uh, my pastor told me a long time ago, you're in a selfish season. And my selfish season has been prolonged so long because I would still go against that and go against my better judgment. And my my needs to make sure other people had it together and it's just doing something to me like it really is affecting me mentally right now because i am uh i'm seeing how people are addressing a lot of these uh, mainly like uh celebrity issues but that trickles down to how we deal with each other it really it really it i don't understand how Somebody has never portrayed this type of behavior before. And they began to do this one, they did this one thing once, or they began to do this. And all of a sudden, yes, they changed, but right.
0: they
1: could have built up some type of trust in you, where you like something got something else gotta be going on for him to do something like this. It's instantly, and it was it I in this incident with Will Smith, one, I want the white people to shut the fuck up. Just, just, just shut up. We don't care how you feel. We understand that this was your club for so long. And Will Packard has got into this and made it something totally different. Well, I get it. But I am looking at the ones that look like us. The Wanda Sykes. Um, many of the comedians, if not all of them. Who has taken this selfish route? Because they can't—they can't pivot themselves. They can't think of anything that's not disrespecting somebody else. And telling a joke about somebody who came to a comedy club to laugh is wrong. Like that's just yeah. You who know, came there that day to win an award, not visit a comedy show? Right that's just where it is and it's just something about how and I, I know I sometimes make it about black men but we can't pretend like we never made space for black men before and men have been nothing more than a figure that protects me and and it balances me so I don't look lonely right or just a piece of dick and a wallet like that's
0: it's, it's that simple
2: right and that's it that's it there's no other emotion to it there's no other complexity there's no other thought to it you're right that's how especially especially black men are treated But even further like the thing that that gets me even about the oscars or whatever right is we're assuming that that was the only conversation that was had that evening Mm -hmm.
0: yeah
2: because for someone to say, keep my, my wife, like, that means something, ha- it wasn't just a one-time conversation, it wasn't just a one-time button of a joke, and people talking about some years ago, no, niggas not holding, even if he was holding on to it from years ago, some, like, like you said, it's more than just, okay, we'll finally snatch you guys, okay, yes, he finally snatched. but why aren't we addressing the fact that, guess what, he got, some emotions he got shit that he's dealing with that caused him to snap. We just automatically say, "Oh, left, oh, he's too sensitive." It's not even about being sensitive. It's about
0: what if it is? Like you,
1: human. you Every human has every emotion, right? It's our choice whether we display them or not, and sometimes that choice is taken away from you. Like it, it hurts me. Not that like what he did was wrong. It was wrong and not just because it was at the Oscars. It would have been wrong if they were back in the dressing room and nobody else was in there. It would have <laughs> been this was wrong. But you can't tell me that, like you said, I, I had a snapping moment a few months ago that that took me through, like it literally took me, I took two months off of this. I lost money, I lost time, all that because I couldn't get it together right away. Because I don't snap in that way.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I, I remember um, that person, I could look in their face and say, I don't know this person. Because I personally didn't know me in that moment. But it's a person can only take for so much. And it was, I snapped because there were conversations that I knew had already happened that was I was absent from. Right. And for you to be in my play in my face that way. I I didn't know how to, I didn't know how to control it. And before I knew it, I was already up all the way up here with my volume. And I was like, oh I gotta pull this back. How do you but it had already happened? It's no taking that back. Right. And like we don't know this is Hollywood is not void of messy people. It's not void of gossipers and and naysayers. It's not. It's not. I remember Gabrielle Union came out and self-identified herself as a mean girl. Mm-hmm. She was the mean girl. So was everybody that was in her clique. Okay. Because you, if you didn't participate, you you listen, you you applauded her, you laughed at the jokes. Okay. So who's this? He hasn't been doing this when he really when he realized that they were gonna be there that night because they haven't been to the Oscars for a minute. So when, how how do you know he wasn't backstage running his mouth and will heard it and and decided not to say anything? You know it just it just amazes me how we at the end of the day how we treat each other,
0: right?
1: And it's it's I think it's getting worse. It's going to have to get worse before it gets better. And the whole point of this story, like I today, I don't want to wake up and somebody says somebody's hurt or harmed a Kanye or Will Smith knock has committed suicide. Right. I think the world would lose it if that happened. Because I'm I'm the part that's, that's behooves me uh is the after effects. It's the after effects. We we think about the our actions after something drastic has happened. Thing mm-hmm. between the two that wasn't drastic now what if one of them did something to each other Uh hold on we have to take another quick commercial break we'll be right back here on the Artist Exchange Radio Show only on BigPoseRadio.com please don't have another um ankle monitor <laughs> no I know an ankle monitor <laughs> it was time
2: to write the story that God has been preparing me to share Dear Tombstone is a glimpse into all of the hardest things that I've dealt with and that were sent to kill me, deter me, and delay me from fulfilling my purpose. That God has set over my life. is a journey down memory lane for me, but hopefully it encourages you to tell your story. It's now available on Amazon.
3: Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay. She get up. At the dice game, I hope I get in love. Got a bad bitch and she trying to fuck. Got a dark style stuff with rainbow runs. She get up. At the dice game, I hope I get in love. Got a bad bitch and she trying to fuck. The dark style stuff with rainbow runs at the dice game, and I hope I roll a seven. Got a bad bitch with me. Feel like I'm in heaven. I don't want no trouble, but I bought my Mac 11. And I don't want niggas plotting. Feel like they got me sweating I just came for
2: i'm so happy um, to see one of my being souls family members today Um, i want to get back on the station but i definitely want to run my ad for my business on the exposed radio they are um attached to so many different businesses and great entities here in the city if you have a business you definitely want to
1: put your business
2: out there commercial shout out anything it's part of one of the great shows that's on the on the exposed right now
0: I can't hear you. I can't hear
1: you. I was saying congratulations to Benea She uh, hosts the show on Thursday night. Uh, definitely tune in to her. Uh, and congratulations on her first book. Uh, we're going to have to bring her on to talk more about it. But we are here live with Miss Grace Gibbons, Miss Poets for Dinner. She is, uh, I forgot to say she's a chef. She's a published author, a poet, spoken word artist. Um, And she just, it's not many people within this arts community that are genuinely themselves, first and foremost, but give way more than they receive. Like, it's not, that's just something that doesn't, you don't meet many people like that. Um, And I've always been a fan, even before I physically met her, and she came on my show, and then eventually uh, got her own show. We, we haven't forgot that you your show is still on hiatus. We haven't forgot about that fact. I love
2: how you phrase that. I'm just saying it's on, it. it's on hiatus because uh, there's a whole lot of hope that I'll come back. Post for brunch was lit though. Like I, I enjoyed the food.
0: Right. We alive every day. Like you feel me? I like,
2: would come down there just for that. Like
1: it's nothing else support, but definitely to eat. There was we had cooking sessions and everything.
2: Hmm.
1: I mean, we can still do that. I mean, I'm just saying,
0: but you know, it's
2: up to you. Uh, I'm yeah. just saying, you never know what 2022 is going to bring. Um, oh, no. I'm trying talking. to create. I'm trying to create balance within myself, and mm-hmm. that's because, like you said, uh, with as much as I give, and by me not having as many people pour back into me. I um have to find different ways to pour into myself. So currently I'm working two full time jobs. Um mm-hmm. me be- Listen, me being off right now and being able to talk is really pure coincidence. Like well not coincidence, but it's based off of circumstances. Okay. It's circumstantial. Mm-hmm. But let this let this have been last Friday, I would have been like either in transition between jobs or Trying to catch my four hours of sleep for the next job. Um, Like, when it comes to post-dinner, people don't understand how much dedication I have to the mission. And, like, the mission is to make sure that other people feel loved. Like, at the end of the day, it's it's to make sure you feel loved, and of course, to make sure you're fed. And a lot of people think that, like, when I talk about feeding people, it's just the food. Yes, I do give out free food, and I give out other free resources as well. However, the most important thing that I feel like people need to be fed is spiritually because that void is, is a different kind of hunger than anything else. Like food becomes an addiction because you're trying to fill a void. Drugs become an addiction because you're trying to fill a void. Alcohol, sex, all kinds of things become an addiction because you're trying to fill that void. You're trying to get that, that soul part of you heard, that soul part of you felt, that soul part of you to, to feel more than just unrecognizable. And so, like, my my whole mission is so that other people don't feel like, like, once you feel that pain for yourself, I don't understand, like, I understand people say misery loves company, but once you felt that kind of pain for yourself, it that's the only thing that confuses me to this day, is how can you feel that for yourself and think, gee, I should put that on to somebody else. Like, like, I, I understand, like you said, you never know when somebody's like, you know, last straw is but it's like if you know what pain feels like if you know what a particular pain feels like to consciously put that on other people doesn't make sense if you can avoid it avoid it altogether but to j- just go out of your way to add misery to other people's lives it disturbs me so i go out of my way to add love to people's lives that's my point because so I'm at the
1: same time you are you're you're putting that on them, and putting also the responsibility of them keeping it together. Yeah, Yep. yeah. Yep. So I gotta do. I gotta do all the work. I gotta get bullied. I gotta be pressured to keep it together. I can't respond. I gotta keep
2: smiling. And Why I got self healed. And I got self healed. And I got self and try not to uh teach teach the next person yeah
0: yeah
1: yeah and so for this 10-year anniversary what can we expect
2: the works okay when i say the works like the works i'm so excited we got fantastic artists who are already signing up to headline um we have you were coming. I'm so excited about having you back in our space, whether it's the bend or the interview. I don't care. I just like seeing your face, like your face in the space. Okay, I don't know. Y'all don't understand. Having Nate like in the back of the room is it, it just does something extra for me because you know, like he knows when I be on my bullshit and we just black eyes. He like, girl. I seen that shit too. I seen that shit too. And it's so I
1: weird. How it. the spect- I mean I love the poetry, but I love the spectacle. I love the people watch. And it's a very <laughs> interesting room when these people- You don't know what you're gonna get for real. You just don't know.
2: Love it though, because guess what though? You can't do, you can't have those quiet conversations with just anybody. You know what I'm saying? Those Instagram right. conversations. I've been trying when you're not there, and other people be looking confused. They like, I'm like, oh my god, what are you talking? About? Like, I know y'all. You, you just saw the unicorn
1: walk across the floor. <laughs> okay, but but you have to understand, a lot of people do things that don't think that people see them. Even in a crowded room. And I I I come to events just for those moments. Yes! That's my my, I love the like I said, I love the poetry, but that's my real true entertainment. It's just people watching. I love and because I think probably because I'm an actor and I normally have to draw from what I've seen in others, but it definitely fuels me to watch people who don't think they're being watched
2: yes the same the same like one of my favorite, one of my favorite experiences honest to god is all the people who come in so skeptic and so tense and so balled up like oh i don't know about this it's free you yeah. know and like halfway like not even halfway through their time being in like not even a good maybe 10 minutes they they already ate the food they just sat down and like hold up wait this was not what i was anticipating and oh so, speaking of stuff anticipating, right? So, we're going to have a drum circle. We're going to have, like, we're going to have, of course, a live band. We're going to have so many great things, so many great things. Um, We're going to have swag bag.
0: Oh,
2: yes, baby. Yes. It's out to you. I got that
1: PPP loan. Okay, come through PBP loan
2: guess what i wish i uh, i wish somebody would get pee-pee, pee-pee, a PPP loan in their name because I'm not getting it go ahead and get in your name and i'll go ahead and take the fun but no i'm bu- like I will say this okay in the past i have not been poured into but i feel like 10 my 10 year and going forward people have recognized that i need to be poured into too like I'm a strong friend but the strong friend needs a strong friend too you know what, you what i'm need saying to only
1: open mic left. So they might as well. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not the only one, but I'm definitely one of them. I'm definitely one of them. Well, I count yours as the only one because all the other ones are exclusive. And they (laughs) are, you know, they don't really promote it to everybody, but they want you to buy a ticket and come sit in the back and just watch. (laughs) But yours is very interactive, very immersive. Um, Great right, for everyone, literally. Yeah, Labelless love—I call it labeless love. <laughs> right. If you bring your child, they're going to be welcome to sing their favorite song. Everything. Yeah. And it's, it's just not, and that's that's one of the because I used to go out as when I was in college, uh, when I started going out, um, I was introduced to David um, from Fifth L and um, Danielle Fuller, and Love went to conference. So I would go out to watch them perform.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and, or when the people from the Eagle Nest out the copy at the Eagle Nest. Okay. When they, would, when they would go out and feature or be somewhere, that would prompt me to go out and watch them perform. And um, I stopped going because it became... I watched artists get their feelings hurt by not being called. And they may have been the first one at the venue. True. So I, I really... um. I respect the fact that you you get a group of names and you muscle through and you try to call everybody who so everybody feels like um they are I'm just going to say if my name wasn't put in the hat I'm just saying I'm just saying
2: listen i love sneaky i love sneaking your name in there i do It's one of my favorite pastimes it really is because
1: it always comes at the very beginning like how do you go first sneak my name in there and then pull it like second like how do you how do you even do that you don't even get me comfortable with like oh i want to do this
2: It's the universe, it's the universe, you can't even blame, and that's why I love how I do it, because you can't even blame me, it's the bowl, the bowl tells us how the evening is going to go, I can't even see, I put my hand in there, I grabbed it, like, honestly God, I've had, like, three people be mad at me, like, legit angry at me, because was like, well, I was the first person here, and I was like, guess what? I didn't choose like who goes next. I'm literally put my hand in the bowl. I didn't skip over your name, baby. I'm sorry. I done mixed it up. You didn't see me shut the whole thing up. You know, I'm sorry that you happen to be last. But the thing is, what they do go, is so perfectly aligned with the evening. I'm like, I, I couldn't imagine you going up anytime sooner. You know, based on like even how people perform like especially when you go. <sighs> Sir. So one of the beautiful things about when you perform, right, like I said, you never know if we're going to get, you know, the humanate who just gets up there and just tell us how you feel. Oh,
0: yeah. <laughs> the well, act- I was a
1: teacher sometimes
2: going gripes, and I did a couple of gripes And I needed that. Listen, we need that, okay? We need that. Like, we do it. You said it. Thank you. You feel me? And then it's like, you know, the poet, we can get the poet, Nate, or we can get the acting, Nate, right? But whatever it was, even when it came to your acting, the monologue that you would do would just be perfectly timed. And then like the person who would come at after you, it did not even matter. Like I don't even remember one time I think you did like a monologue from um uh, What was that play? The Boots. The one with the Boots. when the
1: women came,
0: Boot print.
2: Right. No, remember the Sunday, be, the, the, the month before, you, you read a line, like you read like a quick monologue from it for us. It's mm-hmm. an advertisement right. because the next month, that's when the women came and they did their, their excerpts and stuff, right?
0: Right. Mm-hmm.
2: But that night, I don't know how, but some, somehow the subject was on specifically healing that pain. You know what I'm saying? And everything, but it wasn't like a sad type of thing. You know what I'm saying? It was definitely healing. It was definitely renewing and definitely refreshing. But it was just perfectly timed because right after you, I believe it was like a sister who came up and she was. Mm-hmm.
0: Push the button on your uh, your thing again. Your sound went out. I'm just going, while she fixing
1: her sound, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put my bid in for May of 2023. I'm going to be featured that month. Um, and I'm a challenge. Comments say it again, okay? You can okay? So that's so I'm challenging myself for uh, May of 2023 to be the feature that month. I'll be 40 that month, okay? I really want to, um, because I I stepped away from acting only because we live in a DMV and it's very clippage. Comments. Comments, I didn't see a comment. Oh, I think I gotta scroll down. Oh, I know. <laughs> right. So, but yeah, I'm 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 gonna put. So, put on your calendar, May twenty twenty three. Nathan. And I might okay. switch it up. I might do a poem. I might do a monologue. You never know. Did you, did i don't you, well.
0: Did you read them?
1: Did you? <laughs> I don't know. I don't see any. It just says commercial. That's the last thing you wrote in there.
0: Exactly. Exactly.
1: Oh, you said commercial. Oh, yeah, <laughs> you did. like, don't just write a word because it looked like what you wrote before, so I
0: didn't even. I've been saying it point. for th- two minutes now. All
1: right, That's so why I got we're gonna it. we're gonna we're gonna close it out. Uh, Grace, give us the information for uh, what's the the. Thirty
2: first? No, it's April twenty fourth, bro. April twenty fourth. Doors open at thirty-first. No, it's April twenty-fourth, the last Sunday of the month, April twenty-fourth, doors open at five PM. For more information, please visit Poets for Dinner spelled correct. dot com spell grammatically correct. Or social media at Poets for Dinner everywhere. Again, spelled grammatically correct. So went to this school and on the high read.
1: And that's fundamental. Um, don't forget to tune into the Artist Exchange every Friday at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you want to sponsor, if you want to be an advertiser, hit us up at either info at beexposedradio.com or the Artist Exchange Radio Show at gmail.com. And if you want to be a guest, you can also do the same thing. Um, this month is booked, so we're now booking for May. So come on out. Um, I'm excited, I'm ready. Uh, a couple of events that's coming up. So in May, I'll be able to play in Arena Players. Um, and the, the, for the month of April, we have a number of guests coming through to do pop-up shops here at Best Shop New Jewelry Studio. So look for that. Thank you, Grace. Thank her. her Information is on, on IG Grace Loving. Love on somebody or poets for dinner. Um, and same thing on Facebook. Appreciate you
2: here yes indeed i appreciate you too oh one more thing y'all i'm gonna be back on big exposed radio tomorrow for uh. Um... no
1: so you're gonna be on i
2: am she tomorrow yeah on i am she i'm sorry on i am she i'm gonna be on i am she tomorrow you guys so make sure y'all tune she in maybe she may be
1: back on uh big exposed radio you know she just said she doesn't know what 22 is holding and uh, I know me and Monty would look forward to brunch. And Monty has a pretty kitchen that he might let you cook in. You never Ooh. know. Oh you never know. All
2: right, listen, listen, listen. I'm here for it. Either way, I'm here for it. Okay. We gotta get these sponsorships up so I can bring it back because I'm hungry.
1: Well that's what so we gonna talk, we're gonna talk about that because I have a plan, a plan. So peace out everybody. The Artist Exchange radio show only on BigSposeRadio.com. Check out our website at either BigSposeRadio.com or M- uh big Sp- Peace out. Peace.
2: <laughs>
0: Thank